Hey everybody, welcome. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. This week to be abundant about our thinking, make nine things important. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome again, everybody. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. We talk about my four tenets of equanimity here. Better health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. I believe if we focus on all the things that pertain to those four topics each and every day, we can find happiness, life satisfaction, improve, constantly grow, and I encourage you to give it a try. And we always talk about things that are relevant to those four areas with actionable steps in a brief podcast that I hope you can benefit from. Subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate ratings and reviews. Head over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. Take advantage of it. Let us know what you think about that. Find me under About Us at the top of that page. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram links, YouTube, as well as TikTok at this time. You know, we have all met people that consider someone else's success an obstacle for them to achieve success they desire for themselves. They publicly praise us around other people, but secretly condemn us. They resent our success. In fact, our success creates bitterness and animosity. I had a friend who reluctantly offered me a review for my first book almost five years ago now, after being nudged, begged basically, hey, read the book, let me know what you think, finally offered his feedback. His support was literally motivated by my guilt, I believe. Like, you're my best friend, ostensibly, would love your thoughts on the book. I noticed a few months later that that person deleted the book review, assuming I wouldn't notice. Now, that's not a friend. That's a parasite that likes to circle close to the sun, but can't stand the heat long enough to enjoy the powers of abundance. So they resent you. They want the same kind of success you have, can't figure out how to do it. So they assume your success is the product of some good fortune. We hear the term abundance tossed around frequently, but what exactly does it mean? Well, according to the dictionary, abundance is a large quantity of something. That could be love, that could be money, happiness, kindness, success, smiles, laughter, applause. For the people we want to succeed, that means having an abundance mentality. Unfortunately, we live in a world where most people believe what someone else has prevents them from getting what they want. It's the principle called scarcity. The benefits of abundance are immeasurable and well-documented. We get to live a rich and satisfying life without the need for social comparisons. We exude happiness and contentment despite any of our circumstances. We give generously without keeping score. We are blessed with countless opportunities and rewarded with meaning and substance in our personal and professional lives. We need secure and self-confident friends in our life, which provides us with the genuine support we need to live a life of fulfillment. And that doesn't happen when we're surrounded by people that live with a scarcity mindset. Mark Twain said this, if we want love and abundance in our life, we have to give it in return. So to be more focused on creating an abundant mindset, I believe these nine things can be incredibly helpful.
the power of positive thinking. Now, if you follow my work, you know how important being positive and optimistic are to success. Our thinking shapes our internal dialogue, which orchestrates a positive discourse consistent with abundance and success. If we contemplate thoughts of fear and scarcity, we won't get very far. So let's embrace the power of positive thinking. The power of gratitude. The power of gratitude, that is well documented as well, which is why I recommend practicing it each and every day by focusing on just a few things each day. We can start to meander in the direction of creating a much more powerful mindset. By focusing on just a few things each day, we can be thankful for. Our mind starts to move in the direction of abundance and gratitude, and we start to dismiss those thoughts of negativity and scarcity. It's immensely powerful and I encourage you to try it. Roy Bennett said this, gratitude builds a bridge to abundance. Next, power of unlimited thinking. One Harvard study discovered that people who focus too intently on one thing lose sight of other opportunities. We limit ourselves by restricting our vision. We have to open our eyes and embrace all the possibilities. An expanded mind leads to abundance, and it's what I call the power of unlimited thinking. Power of passion and purpose. The only way to cultivate a purpose is by discovering our passions and finding work that provides us with a bit more meaning. Hard work, moving in the direction of developing tremendous talent, viable skills, that sets us apart in life. And that's part of the process that provides us with a pathway for cultivating passion and purpose. In the process, we start to share the gifts that we've acquired and we see the fruits of our generosity as we start to impact the lives of other people in a positive way. Our fruits multiply. That's when purpose really starts to gain momentum. And we create it, folks, and we can have multiple purposes in life. We've talked about this before. And passions can be numerous as well. I have many things I'm passionate about in life. Next, the power of mastery, and that's related to this previous topic. Professional success results from developing perspicacity in a particular discipline. It's hard to become an expert at anything without doing the work required to earn the reputation of being an expert. Concentrate on developing skills that are relevant to the world and become extraordinary at what we do. People on this path have no time for thoughts of insufficiency. Power of communication. How we speak to ourselves matters and how we communicate with other people leaves a lasting impression. Many people are careless about the words they choose and cause irreparable damage to their relationships. In addition, they conduct negative conversations with themselves that creates a narrative inconsistent with success. We have to learn to communicate well and embrace the abundance that coincides with lifting other people up, including ourselves, each and every day. Power of a growth mindset. One of my favorite teachers is Carol DeWitt. She has pioneered work on the concept of what she calls the growth mindset. 
People with a growth mindset embrace challenges and they learn from their mistakes. They don't consider it some indictment of their incapabilities. They constantly improve and they develop a love for learning. We can't practice abundance until we understand the concept of a growth mindset. Power of seeing the good. Human beings are designed with a negative bias, folks. We can't help but see danger and perceived threats. That's our natural proclivity. Changing that default mechanism takes tremendous time, but we can eventually train ourselves to see the good in every situation. And that's the problem with so many of these people, like this so-called friend I alluded to. They can't get past their negativity bias. Every person's success they perceive to be a liability to their own. They haven't done the real work of improvement. People with an abundance mindset are proficient at recognizing problems and focusing on solutions. They see the good and they start to gravitate in the direction of feeling more abundant, more opportunistic, and seeing how they can maneuver through life and create better circumstances for themselves as a product of engineering more favorable outcomes. And finally, the power of plenty. Research at Carnegie Mellon University has explored the benefits of positive affirmations. It's not about looking in the mirror and telling ourselves how great we are. It's about addressing our fears and focusing on positive thoughts consistent with solving problems and alleviating stress. Positive affirmations are a great place to expand, espousing a world of plenty, a world of abundance. Wayne Dyer said this, abundance is not something we acquire, it's something we tune into. So I hope you benefited today from this conversation about thinking more abundantly. And we offered nine things that I think if we practice can help move us in the direction of having an abundant mindset. Glad you joined us. Thank you so much. Again, subscribe, rate, review the podcast. Come back next week. Until then, I'm Steve Wolenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Let's stay focused. Let's stay positive, And let's stay optimistic.